Infinity War spoiler cast. Welcome to we're gonna we're not gonna talk about that. No, we're not because I can't stop thinking about it. Well, you saw it today. I saw it. I today. saw it Friday, so day before yesterday. Um, yeah, like what the? I guess I mean we'll just date ourselves by talking about it. If you haven't seen it and you like superhero movies, I would see it. I thought it was a lot of fun that to was watch. Fun. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Oh, no. I was so... Here's the thing. I don't care about any of the superheroes that are not Chris Evans. So, (laughs) when they... Oh, wait. That's not true. I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I... Um, You know what? You know what I realized while I was watching this movie? Is... I... I just... I didn't realize how much I cared about all of them, basically. I was like, oh. That's interesting, yeah. I was like, oh, wow. To see you all at once, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do like you. Yeah, I definitely like them, but I'm not, like, attached to any of them. So when Thanos is like, I'm going to destroy all of you, I was like, do it, bitch. Let's go. (laughs) Let's see it. Make it interesting. Yeah. uh, But I did, you know, everybody was giving them shit for calling it the most ambitious crossover in history, and I thought it was a very ambitious crossover. <laughs> I thought it was one of the more ambitious crossovers I've ever seen they, in my lifetime. Um, you obviously don't remember the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. Um, fuck you. I absolutely do. <laughs> uh, I also remember the Sweet Life of That's So Raven. I never, I didn't have Disney. The other one. You didn't do Disney? I didn't have Disney. Oh, you didn't have Disney. Um, yeah, so it was Raven and the Sprouse Twins, and there was somebody else on it, too. Oh, Hannah Montana, probably. But, yeah, that's that's who it was. Um, it was the trip of a lifetime, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I was very excited about it. I had it marked on the calendar oh when I was 12 or 13. But, um, okay, so... That's it for pop culture, I guess. Let's talk about Buffy. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you? Okay. Season I watched, six. We watched an episode of Buffy. Episode four. It's called, it's called flooded, flooded. Which is... Because... This metaphor is a, a bit, um, let's say, overwrought. Um, I don't know really what that word means, which is not normally something I would say on record. <laughs> Does it mean, like, heavy-handed? Yes. Okay. Um, that's what I assumed, but I didn't want to look like an ass. Saying these words every day will create happiness in your life. I don't believe you, dictionary.com. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, elaborated to excess. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree. Although I didn't think about it until the end of the episode. Uh-huh. Which I guess is fine. It's not a very long episode. But, yeah, so the house floods, but it's not up top, it's the basement, which... Which is, isn't that a, it's a drag race thing, flooding the basement. What is, drag race is in RuPaul's? Yeah. Oh, I don't really watch that show. Like, flooding your basement means, like, getting excited in your nether regions. Ah, well, I don't think I wouldn't peg Buffy as particularly horny. This no, episode. no, not not really. It's just it's no, all more I could depressed. Think, if anything, it's <laughs> all I could think of the entire episode. Oh, 
Um, yeah, so I guess it's like the up top, you know, it looks fine, and then downstairs, it's fucked to hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, she, so, so, uh, what it is, is, um, uh, money. It's money. Yeah. The whole thing is money. Yeah. Um, That's the thing. We're not, I feel like we don't have a whole lot of energy, and I'm not, like, I'm using my low register voice, which is how I know that I wasn't super worked up about an episode of Buffy. Yeah, I It was I very sobering. Yeah. It was very, like, it, this was just, I, I just graduated college. Yes. Beth also recently graduated from a master's program. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about money. When I watch TV <laughs> shows... When I watch TV shows, that's specifically when I'm taking time out to not think about money. But this episode is, so there's like dripping pipes in the house and Buffy's trying to tighten them and they bust and the dude comes down and he says, you need a full copper repipe. Full copper repipe. Full copper repipe. Um, and so she doesn't have the money to do it. And then she's like, oh, well, we'll pay it. What's the big problem? And then Willow's like, actually, we have something to tell you. The problem is... <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen that vine it's it's this girl laughing and she's just laughing and laughing and laughing and then it ends with her going I ain't got no money yes I have seen that vine <laughs> that's what it makes vibe. me think that's, of that's exactly this episode um, and that's kind of like it's definitely there's actually kind of a lot going on this episode yeah um, I would say there's like three main Right. So there's that one, the money one, where Buffy's trying to figure out, okay, so she's trying to get a loan as well, um, and she, while she's trying to get a loan, a monster bursts into the bank, and she beats him up, and just really causes a scene in front of everybody, but... You know, what are you going to do? Then the bank is robbed, and then we find out it's done by (sighs) Jonathan and Warren and some motherfucker named Andrew. I love Andrew. I personally do. What a geek. What a total geek. Can I tell you something, Caroline? I guess. I love Andrew. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Well, I'm glad. I mean, partially season six Andrew, but mostly season seven Andrew. Oh, intriguing. What an interesting... Oh, I didn't know. Because they look to me like they're the big bads they of this are. season. Okay. Um, yeah, we, find, we, meet our big, we meet our big bads for episodes in, and they are... <laughs> they are straight white men. Yeah, they are. They are straight white men. Um, and they've got Except a... Except for... They're not... Oh, shoot. I shouldn't say that. I don't want to... So, uh, I don't want to... So, this is not... You don't want to spoil anything? Is there a gay amongst us? Uh, Andrew is gay. Okay, great. But he's Um, not... Yet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He hasn't hasn't gotten his paperwork back. That's fine. He's season one Willow. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. So, they have this laundry list i'm seeing now now that we're discussing it that it's an offset to glory because last last season it was like global like the universe is gonna explode Mm -hmm. you know and now it's like they're trying to take over sunnydale and they're just kind of fucking shit up so and also with that i think that's going to provide a lot more time because they're not going to be so worried with like i understand they're going to fuck shit up but they're not glory 
you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that gives us a lot more time to deal with intra and interpersonal relationships in the show, which we get a good, man, we've been, you know, like when you're getting in the pool and you take one step in and then you get used to the temperature and then you take another step in and then you get used to the temperature. Mm-hmm. That's what's, that's what's happening here. Um, and the water is cold. I'll tell you <laughs> it's, um, we get, so, so that's okay. Wait. So number one is the money thing. Number two is Jonathan, the, the nerds, as I have them listed in my mm-hmm. notes, uh, the nerds are trying to, oh yeah, they like sick a monster on Buffy and, um, yeah. And then yeah, because the third the- one was Giles coming back, you'd say? Yes, and uh, Giles um, is happy to see Buffy, but not right. so happy that Willow. This is one of my. I love this scene. The this scene. scene is really good. It's um, first of all, I love Giles. So yeah, yeah. Any Caroline, scene Caroline's where a, Caroline's a resident Giles stan. I am. And um, any scene where he is the main player, really just anyone where it's like him and one of the character, that's my shit. That's what I'm into. Um, so, so he's, ma- he's the, he's right, right? Like, I mean. No, yeah, absolutely. Okay. He, so his, okay. And we kind of already touched on this is like, we understand why they did it. We don't think they should have, but I understand. So, yeah, but Giles is, um, Giles has kind of more of a, uh, first hand, I guess, because of, um, his experience with, you know, raising demons and stuff like that. Right, and I think also he actually knows what it means, you know, and I think, I think Willow was like, oh, this one looks like it'll work, let's pick it, and he knows how many different spells there are and how many all of them can go wrong, and... Just like and like you said, like the the repercussions of fucking with natural forces. Yeah. And so one and I was really excited last episode because I was wondering when the rank ama- you rank arrogant amateur. Yeah, I wrote that quote down in that, my notes when to that talk scene about was coming up, and I saw that it was the next episode, and I was so excited because um, I love um, when characters. I think I've said this on the. Uh, I've said this on the podcast before, but I really love when characters have different opinions, and I love when they, like... We have talked about it, yeah. Like, I love the fact that Giles, like, obviously, but the thing is, like, I don't, I was gonna say, obviously Willow, like, like, thinks that what she did was right or whatever, but honestly, I think she's, she has, like, she has a lot of doubts about it. And I think she's just trying to make herself feel better. I think she's also, like, kind of, what's it, like, I mean, she's saving face because it's also, like, you know when you, okay, have you ever been totally fucked over by somebody and then the next time you see them, they act like nothing ever happened? Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. Okay. Like, that's kind of what she's doing because they don't want to admit that they were wrong or even that they might be wrong. Right. Um... And oh, like I'm even, so excited for you to see some upcoming episodes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, one thing I really didn't like is... About the... Like, okay, so is this just a... No, this is about the scene. Just the scene with Giles and Willow. Okay. 
Um, Jot Willow is a little big for her britches. Yeah, she's... Um, we're talking very slow this whole episode because we're not really... I'm not really sure where this is going. Is <laughs> kind of... I'm worried about Willow. I do not like that she said, yeah, I am a really powerful witch, so she maybe it's not a good idea him. for you to piss me off. What? She, Who is this person? She I don't know her. Giles, and I'm sorry, like... Giles doesn't really get the chance to show it a lot, like, and I think this is totally on Willow. She's forgetting who she's talking to. Absolutely. She's 100%. And if he was any, if he had the, like, if he had the self-control of, say, Willow or Xander or, you know, even Buffy sometimes, if he had the self-control of someone, like, younger and less controlled than him, he would have... He would have, like, taken her down, like, that she second. Needs to, I think she needs to be taken down a couple of notches. Absolutely. I think, I mean, he made a great point. You know, The point that, you know, that's kind of been the underlying, like, bubbling beneath the surface thing is that we don't know where she's been. Right. And Giles is smart enough to be like, I'm talking to her as if she's been to hell and she has neither confirmed nor denied or said anything about it. Yeah. What's up with that? That's fucking weird. You know? And, you know, Angel came back and he was like, oh my God, I was there for 200 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? Buffy came back and they were like, hey, are you doing okay? And she went, she went, yep. And just like left. That's so much more concerning. Yeah, it's absolutely like... And Willow's just like... She's just a little out of it. I mean, it's just denial, I guess, is what... She's just trying so hard to justify what they did. And it's like, I get it, dude. Like, you don't want to feel... Especially when you feel like... When you were genuinely trying to help. You don't want to feel like you made a mistake. But she... But they made a mistake. It's also like, once... If she realizes that Buffy is not supposed to be there, how is she going to treat Buffy? Like, how are you going to be able to look at Buffy? I mean, you'd get used to her eventually, and that's what that's what they've been saying. Like, Giles comes back, and Buffy's like, yeah, I take some getting used to. Mm-hmm. And they're all talking about how they're getting used to having Buffy, Buffy back. But, like, you know, you should never have to, like, really get used to something. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, something like that. Like, yeah, you have to break in a pair of shoes, but... You know, if it's like, well, I guess this is hell. Eventually, I won't care anymore because it'll just be such a routine part of my life. Yeah. Like, that's not ideal. You shouldn't. And you shouldn't. She shouldn't have to, like, she, she, what she said to Spike, she says, like, getting from one moment to the next, like, this is hell. That's not a way you should feel. And, yeah. like, you don't need to. And that's. They don't understand that she's, like. They don't understand. I mean, obviously, since she I hasn't think told she, them. I, I mean, I think, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the kicker. And we talked about that last episode when she thanks them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Again, I just don't know where this is going. And I don't want to, like, make any claims or any. All I have is what's in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving blind right now. Um, but, yeah, here, let me see. Oh, yeah, and then there was also the scene where it's near the beginning of the episode, and Buffy... Oh, yeah, it's after Buffy doesn't get the loan from the bank. And she's punching the punching bag, and Willow's like, Buffy, you're mad. 
and then starts like kind of critiquing her reactions to it and Mm. Buffy has been apathetic but it's like I don't know like Willow just like keeps saying things that don't need to be said she's trying so hard and it just doesn't need like it doesn't need that much effort no right she she got she needs to just chill out I one of my and this is like this is a personal thing, so I might be projecting, but one of my least favorite things when I'm, like, struggling or going through a really hard time, and this is, you know, this is just me, I hate when people are, like, overly, like, sympathetic and cutesy around me. Like, I try to be real, like, whenever, like, something bad has happened to my friends or something, like, obviously I'm gonna offer, like, a a shoulder to cry on and stuff, but I think what a lot of people need, and what they don't like saying, is they just need someone to tell them how much it sucks. Like, right. Like, like, just somebody to listen to, which I think is why, and, again, like, I can just see the, so because I already know that Buffy and Spike get together, watching it happen for the first time is incredible because you know with like like Jim and Pam is a classic example we didn't know if they were going to get together mm-hmm. and they like kiss and then he moved and all this stuff but this time like I know they're going to get end up together so watching this path unfold is just delicious um really cleanses the palate <laughs> but he he listens and yeah. none of the rest of them are they don't, no, and Giles, they don't listen to her like no and that's 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 what annoys me so much because I love Willow in season six because she's so it's so interesting. Like, I don't necessarily agree with like any of the choices that she makes at all, really. Right. Okay. But she's but her, it's the same reason why I like season six in general is because it is like it's hard to watch, but it's it's a good storytelling and it's it like is. the same. It's, it definitely it, is. It's the same way. It's like. You know, I don't like Snape, but Snape is a good character. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what So, um... Yeah, and it's like... I I think they're being very real, mm-hmm. I guess. I want more fights before this is all settled. Yeah. I want more of them. Will I get more? Oh, Can yeah. Tell me? Oh, my gosh. Okay, fantastic. There is so um, much infighting you wouldn't believe. Oh, there's um, also, speaking of infighting, Xander and Anya are arguing because Xander still hasn't told everybody that they're engaged. I was really glad that Anya kind of cottoned on to what he was doing. Um, yeah. Um, so they get same. into this fight, and then he's like, oh, sorry. He's like, I, lo- I just love you so much. And she's like, oh, and then she kisses him, and then she's like, wait, I know what you're yeah. doing. You're doing what you always do, which is distract me. And yeah. Um, and like, and, and, and then she storms off and he's like, Anya, and she goes, grow up, Xander. And I'm like, yeah, grow up. Yeah. Like he proposed to her and then he won't tell anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, like why would you ask somebody to marry you if you don't want everybody else to know that you're going to marry them? Right. Uh, it's super bizarre. I'm not on board with it. And I also, it's funny, because I'm not on board with this behavior. At the same time, I'm like, get the, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I don't care. I don't, and I, this is, this is the least of my problems right now. It's so mundane. I guess, you know what, they're probably just, like, from a writing perspective, this is probably just, like, what do we do with these two characters, mm-hmm. you know? 
um, which is fine and valid. Like, that's how the brainstorming process works. Yeah. But I do think it's dragging on too long. Like, I'm talking, like, next episode, it needs to have a bow on it, mm-hmm. for the love of God, <laughs> please. <laughs> um, another thing, though, about the Giles and Willow scene, we could honestly do a whole episode just about that scene. It's so but, good. Uh, Buffy heard him. Mm-hmm. She's outside, and she's sitting there hearing him, and she's staring down at her feet, and then a cigarette lands right between them, and she puts it out, and she's like, hi, Spike. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, how are you always around when I'm miserable? And he says, well, it's usually when you're alone. I'm not much for crowds these days. And because he agrees with Giles, mm-hmm. I guess, like, it's the same type of thing oh, yeah. where obviously, obviously, you know, like Xander said, this it's the happiest magic. moment. Yeah. It's the happiest moment of Spike's existence to see Buffy alive again, but he knows that she's not supposed to be there. Right. And again, like, because he's accepted that, and because Giles has accepted that, they're on the same page as Buffy, because Buffy obviously knows. Mm-hmm. Buffy obviously knows that she's not supposed to be there, because she doesn't want to be, first of all. First off, like, she wouldn't, you know, like, sometimes you have to do something, but you don't want to. Right. You're supposed to do something, but you don't want to. This isn't one of those things. Like, first off, she didn't want to. Second of all, second of all, she's not supposed to be there. So, I think it's why, I think that's a huge divide between her and the gang and why she felt the need to lie to them about where she was and to make them think that it was an okay thing because they still think that they are in the right. Mm-hmm. And if they could accept, if everybody could get on the same page and accept that, like, man, Buffy is sure not supposed to be here. And, like, like have a genuine conversation about, like, like why we, they did how it. How can we make her transition easier? Yeah, and, like. Um, obviously we messed up. Like, how can we, how can we fix this? Or, yeah, or and being honest with it, Buffy. Like, being honest with Buffy about why they did it, and after seeing her, and, like, giving a genuine apology Mm -hmm. would be a start, and from there, everybody could move on, but now it's just, I mean, Buffy even says when she's talking to Spike at the end of the episode, which, first of all, I'm loving these, we've gotten two in these past, in episode three and now four, um, these, like, epilogue of Buffy and Spike moments, Mm -hmm. and it's just... It's wonderful, and I think it's always, like, leaving everything on, like, a nice note. Yeah. But, yeah, so she's talking to him, and she is telling them that, like, she has to put on this face, and in turn, it's making her so much more exhausted, and then it's making the face that much harder to put on. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's how it works, and that's why you have, that's why you get people having breakdowns and stuff like that. And that's why it's, like... Yeah, it's like whenever something happens, it, that's not actually the problem, but it, then it's like, why are you so mad about yeah. a cup of water being spilled or what have you? Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, it's not sustainable. Right. At all. So, yeah, I just wish that they would get out of the, you know, get on planet Earth. Buffy sure is. And boy, does Let's, she not want to be. Yeah, like let's let's all join together here. There's also a nice moment with first. Okay, so I'm so glad that Giles is back for many many reasons. 
But one of the main ones is just, um, like, Buffy needs a grown-up. Like, I I am a... She needs um, her dad. Yeah, I am a baby adult, <laughs> and I need grown-ups, actual grown-ups, to show me things all the time. Yeah. And Buffy, without Giles, does not have anybody. And on top of that... You know what's you weird? Know, what? Buffy in this season is you, the same age as you. Yeah, I know. Can you imagine and going through what she's been through at your age? I've been thinking about that the whole time we've been watching this. And especially in season five, I've been thinking about it. But now in season six, I guess she is 21. I turn 22 next month, though. <gasps> but I know. I'll be all grown. But, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, Giles. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's this nice moment where he's talking to her about, like, it, and he's saying the right things again. He's saying it's natural that there's an being adjustment period. So good to her. Yeah, he's saying of course there's an adjustment period. It's really it's a lot for anybody. Yeah, and he to just go I, there, let alone come back. And there's kind of a parallel too, where like leaving Sunnydale was hard, but coming back is bewildering. Yeah, he has that line where he's talking about going to London, and then he had to immediately turn around and come back. Yeah, and, and uh, she's like, "Girl." Girl, who are you telling? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and he's, like, just being super sympathetic about it. And because of that, she's that much more open with him. Yes. And she, it's just... She says to him, I can't do, like, what does she say? She says, like, I don't know if I can do this much longer. Or, like, I can't do yeah. this much longer. And it's just, like, if her... I'm sorry. Sorry for the swears, everyone. But if her stupid-ass friends would yeah. just, like, open their eyes... She could talk to them like that. Like... Yeah. Because Giles is, like, being, like, treating her like an adult instead of, like, a diseased person. Yeah. Who, like, you know, a diseased, fragile person who needs to be handled with kid gloves. Like, if they would just talk to her like normal. And, and Willow's like, you're angry! And it's like... I know. That made me cringe so hard. I guess we never finished talking about that moment. So Buffy um, doesn't get the loan, and she's punching the punching bag, and then Willow is like, you're angry. Oh, my God. Well, you've just been apathetic since you've been gone, and is really like, here, let me see if I can make you angry again. She's being so clueless and upsetting, and it's just like, like, uh, like, it's just the whole, her entire character so far has just been so, like, um, like, kid was caught in hand with the, like, in their hand with, in the cookie jar, and they are asking their mom, they're like, mom, can I get you anything? Mom, do you need anything? Mm, mom, mm-hmm. I did the dishes. Mom, I did yeah. this. Oh my gosh, mom, you look so good. And it's just like, that is all that Willow is doing right now. All she's yeah. doing is just, like, trying, and, and she's not saying, like, Hey, like, if she would just open her eyes and be like, hey, I don't, like, if, like, don't, by all means, like, I'm so glad to have you back, but it seems like you're not as psyched as we are, like, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, instead of laying in bed with your girlfriend and being like, well, I just thought she'd say thank you. She'd say thank you, girl. I'm sorry, I, like, it's the same, like, I know I've said that, I said this, like, literally, like, ten minutes ago, but I... I like Willow as a character. I hate Willow right now. Like, she's she's so blind. 
And it's so upsetting because, like, she's supposed to be, like, Buffy's best friend and, like... Right, yeah. And Buffy's just, like, you know, basically just like, oh, well, you know, whatever. I guess I'm going to have to pretend to be happy for you. For you who, you know... Like, and I'm sure in, in some way she, like, feels the same way that Giles does. Like, basically, you rank arrogant amateur. Like, who do you think you are messing with to my happiness? To raise Yeah, exactly. Or even like, to mess with my sacrifice. Presume, you know? I mean, that's yeah, what she to says invalidate, to... To invalidate what I did. Yeah. Like, and... Honestly, I've never thought of it like that. But, like, that's... I feel like maybe that's... I, she had... I'm sure she has this latent anger at Willow, and it's like, you have no idea the tr- the decision, like, the weight of that decision. Like, how it how it weighed on me. Yeah. And you took it away from me. Like, oh my yeah, gosh, and how it's dare kind of she? the Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, yeah, I mean, if you sacrifice, if you're, if you knew you were going to come back, then a sacrifice isn't a sacrifice. It's not a sacrifice, it's just an inconvenience. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's like great. And that's not what it was Buffy supposed again. to be. It was supposed to be Buffy. It was supposed to be Buffy, like giving her. She went on a spirit journey. She did all the things that you do. She like, she went. God, it's just the whole thing. Everything she went through to lead her to that point. It's just so infuriating. And Willow is just so like. And you know what? Like, and I think this is maybe in a fic I read. It might have. I, I'm pretty sure. Actually, I'm, like, almost 100% sure. Or it might have been in the comics or something. But, like, she is the savior of the world, like, m- many times over. And her right. and her death was, like, completely selfless and pure. How dare any of them think that she would have been in hell? Like, like even if, even if, you know, the way that hell dimensions work, like, if they, like really thought about it like oh angel was in hell because angel was basically a monster up until 20 years ago yeah i think just for their defense this might be a western but i might be um i might be using a western view of religion and the afterlife i might be imposing that on here well it's also i mean yeah it's assuming that whether you go to heaven or hell is based on your actions on earth and, but the thing is, is that, like, they didn't know where that, por- she fell through a portal. Right. You know? And so, they, like, don't know where her soul went to. And so, I guess, like, again, I see exactly why they did it. The problem is that they are not facing up after the fact. Mm-hmm. And that they're not, you know, they did all this work to get Buffy back, and they don't even have Buffy back. But they'd rather pretend like they do yeah. than actually do the work to get their actual Buffy back. She's in there, you know. Honestly, like somewhere. Yeah, absolutely, she is. But she's just been, she's just so hurt and so tired that like, yeah. she doesn't want to like. It just it God. takes it takes too much effort to like pretend. And I can't yeah, imagine she was in heaven and she came back to a pile of bills. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just... This whole episode There's is, no bills in heaven? No. No. Ain't no you bills. Have to pay That's hospital. in the Bible. There's free, there's free health care in heaven. Yes. Universal. Ugh. 
anyway. It's just, it's, it's a lot, and it's very, this, yeah, this episode, I'm, like, I enjoy it because, um, I like the real-world implications of, and I've never understood why the, the, the council doesn't give Slayers a stipend. Yeah, it's like, if you're taking, I mean, how are they going to... They can't hold down jobs. Uh, well, it, Buffy's also the oldest Slayer. Mm-hmm. And so, Almost. yeah, um, you know, it's like, I'm living with my parents right now. I'm 21, mm-hmm. you know, so I guess it's just never been a problem, but they definitely should. They definitely should be like, hey, since you're using literally all of your free time, I mean, Buffy couldn't even hang on in school while she was slaying, yeah, you yeah, know, like, let alone having a school doesn't even take up as much time as a job does. If they had well, college a college does, but she had to drop out. Yeah. If they had half a yeah. heart, they'd see how much she was struggling and they'd give her some money or like at least. Well, here's the question. Does the council even know that she's back? Does the council know mm, that she is? I don't know. Raised? And they certainly, even if they do, she, they certainly don't know about her financial problems, but they have to be, maybe they can give her a loan, you know, not even necessarily just giving her the money, but yeah, with the promise that maybe it'll get paid back when she's on her feet. Yeah. Um, they, Buffy and Giles hate the council though. So I guess that's why (laughs) they never asked them, but you know, I wish they would. I don't know. I don't know. What's going to happen? Oh, yeah. There's one more thing. This is the last thing. That's just like a real testament to the how not on their, how not on Buffy's page, everybody else's. Buffy is looking at all the bills and she, they're brainstorming how they're going to pay them all. And Dawn says something like, what are we going to do? And Buffy says, easy, we're going to burn the house to the ground and collect the insurance. Plus, Fire, pretty, Mm -hmm. and nobody laughs. Yeah. And then she, a couple minutes later... They're all, like, looking at her like, Buffy. And she's like, guys, chill. I know, right? Like, lighten up. Like, this this reminds... I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. I had a coworker, I have a coworker, um, who... I I just doesn't... This sounds so lame, but please know I mean it in the truest sense of the word just doesn't understand me and doesn't understand like my humor <laughs> yeah i know i hate myself for saying no that, no but it's don't true. don't i'm i'm i get misunderstood all the time i'm like oh this person does not get what i'm about yeah it's fine so i went over like either i went over there and like she called me over there or like she asked me to do something or like and i responded in a way that was just like yeah like kind of just like deadpan or whatever. Yeah. And she she was like, "Whoa, don't hit me." And it, it I was like, "What?" <laughs> That's the weirdest response. I know. I, I was hate like, when I mean again, it's just back to this is kind of like the whole thing is that like when it's it's exhausting when you can't just like be natural and be like, "Yeah, what do you need?" 
Mm-hmm. You know, you call me over, like, you have to act like everybody's your friend and be like, hey, oh my God, can I help you? Yeah. Oh my God, it would be my pleasure. Like, that's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And I mean, honestly, that's why retail jobs and any customer service job is so exhausting because whatever you're doing, customer service, you have to act like, oh my God, the fact that you stepped into this store today, we've all been waiting here. <laughs> we've all been waiting here since this store was opened in 1988. For you to walk through this door. And that's how you have to just act mm-hmm. all the time. And that's why it's so exhausting. Like, when I've only worked one retail job, ever. And I have never been so tired in my life. Yeah. And it was from talking to strangers like they were my best friends. Yeah. And and just not being able to be real. And, like, um, yeah. And it's just... That it's just not sustainable. It's not sustainable. Mm-mm. You can't live this way. And that's I Ugh. and that's what Buffy is having to do literally every single day. She's having yeah. to talk to all of her friends like they're her friends when really she hates them. <laughs> she's mad at them, yeah. She doesn't hate them, but she's just like, you did this to me. Let me ask you this, though. And we're kind of, we're a little bit pushing it for the length of this podcast and comparative, comparatively to the substance of this episode. Mm-hmm. But, is it partially Buffy's fault for not being honest with them for because she went in and she said I was in hell I was being tortured you saved me thank you and then they're like so why isn't she happy so is it not on like I it's actually it just popped into my head and it's actually a really good point they would probably be acting completely differently I would hope so if if she was like I understand why you did it, and I'm grateful that y'all missed me this much and that y'all loved me this much. But I was in heaven, and I'm going to need some time. Right. You know, like, if if they could have had... And Buffy doesn't really have a reason to believe that they wouldn't have accepted that kind of honesty. Like, the reason that Willow is like, why didn't she say thank you, is because Willow thought that she was in hell. But if if Buffy said to her, Willow, I was in heaven and you brought me back down to earth, Willow would be like, oh, I know exactly why she didn't say thank you. Or hopefully. I think I think part of it is that she thinks, and I think this is, this is a, I think this specific instance is fair. She thinks that it would hurt Willow too much to know that the, all she went through um, was to bring Buffy back from a place where she was very happy. Like okay, but that's the truth. I think. The- and if Willow, if Willow like wasn't prepared to accept that truth, then she shouldn't have done the spell. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I mean, <sighs> I guess we, I I know what you mean. I know. Listen, this is just gonna. I have a feeling that this season is just gonna be a lot of back and forth. Some devil's advocates. We love it. It's fine, but. Yeah, like Willow, you know, when you're pondering, you know, there's four months where you lay awake at night and you wonder where your best friend is. Mm-hmm. And because you know about the existence of hell dimensions, but you also know about the existence of heaven dimensions. And if you're sitting, you had to have, she had to have considered the possibility that would Buffy would so. not have been there. I will give her this. It is more statistically likely that she would have ended up in a hell dimension <laughs> just considering. Based on what we've seen. The process of which opened the portal that she fell through and such. Right, right. So, 
Yeah, again. and that, I mean, that's fair. It's like, so the portal was, like, you know, through evil means, right? Like, yeah, it wasn't through good things. It was through bad things that it happened. Yeah, the portal opened and, like, a rush of flower petals blew out and, like, a light scent of cinnamon. Then, Prince and then reaches Buffy his hand up it. and he's like, you're home. Yeah, and then Buffy fell through it and be like, oh, man, I wish I was there. But, you know, it's not what happened. Like, it was opened with blood. Right, right, right. So, um, I <laughs> I totally see that. Um, it So, I yes, there's a lot of... Um, but also, if Buffy would have just, uh, you know, it's not as interesting of television if Buffy were to just go and tell them exactly right. what happened. Nobody, and, nobody's honest with anyone ever in TV yeah. or movies, and it drives me insane. Yeah, it does. Because, uh, well, I like to live a transparent life, I'd say. I, I, so, my thing is that I just hate hiding things about myself. So I just, oh, we know. I'm just generally open with a lot of people. Because yeah. I hate... It's good, though. I hate lying, especially about myself. And so I'm... It's also, like, Beth, that's, the thing is also, like, you're never going to have anybody who, like... You're never going to have anybody on your train that, like, doesn't know what the train is about or where the train is going, mm-hmm. you know? You don't have any players. I hate when people... When I tell people a fact about myself and they're, like... They try and tell me about me. That's one of my... My friend Bree, that was her favorite, like insult was like way to start off an insult was, you've told you've told me about this before yeah i think you've said it on the air i think i said it on the podcast like a couple weeks ago but like her favorite thing was to say let me tell you about you yeah which is devastating it's devastating i haven't gotten a chance to use it yet um i have been told about me though yeah i have i have experienced it's hard to get told you (laughs) oh man about you like it is rough when someone does that so i uh there's i mean there's gonna be a lot of telling people about people in this show all right good more more arrogant uh amateurs oh my gosh you wouldn't good you you could yeah believe the amount of arrogance he told Willow about He Willow. told Willow about Willow. That happened this episode. Did. Giles did. told Willow about Willow. Yeah. And it was it was real and it was good because she deserved it. <laughs> I'm sorry, she deserved because maybe if she had been like okay, and this is like um cuz we should probably wrap it up, but um we if she had been more humble about it. Right? Like and it's okay to be proud of yourself. <laughs> It's it okay is. To be it proud is. of your accomplishments. Um, but again, if she was being real, then her and Buffy would be able to be like, "Dude, I'm so fucking sorry that I brought you back from heaven." And then, and then they would be able to have a laugh about it and be like, "But hey, I can raise the dead," you know, right, and like right. enjoy that moment. Or, or even, or even like, "But hey, that means next time you die, you got nothing to worry about." That you know, would be like, great. Like there would be, there would be a. Like when, oh, you know, there's nothing I can say that I haven't said yet. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to say. I give this episode an eight. An eight? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Okay. Um, the acting was strong. Oh my gosh. The such great. The plot was not necessarily cohesive. Well, okay. Let me say this. There were a lot of moving parts. But there was no main plot, and I really like that. So, that's why. Cool. Yeah, I'm down. Um, 
they were just, they had to get, um, you know, and we barely talked, we did not, we have not even mentioned Mephashnik, and we don't need to, because he's nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, uh, straight white men are in town. I love Andrew, but we don't really get to see that yet. (laughs) Alright, we'll get to it. Um, um, and, and that's that. And next episode, we'll see more. We'll see more. (laughs) They're called right, the trio. Everybody. That's what they're called, but... The trio? Yeah. Wow. That's unoriginal. It's... I'm gonna call them the nerds. The nerds! Yeah. So, uh, let's see. We're gonna sign off, and then we're gonna do a Mad Lib. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, I gotta go get the Mad Lib. She has, a, she has to go find it. I'm gonna sign off real quick. Okay. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Buffy underscore speak... I guess. Um, we don't have an Instagram, which I think would be fun. Oh, Beth is going to be on a panel at WhedonCon in Miami um, on May 19th. And I'm not sure what time it is, but she tweeted about it. So you can go to the Twitter and find out more. Uh, I'm not going to be there because I had already bought some plane tickets to go to somewhere that's not Miami. So, or a friend of mine did. I talked about it in a previous episode. Um, so that's that. At this point, I'm kind of just killing time until Beth gets ma- back with the Mad Libs. I should probably be brainstorming adjectives, because I didn't do well last time. Let me think. And we're back. Okay, I've been using, I did a nice thorough sign-off. I talked about WhedonCon, and then I took some time to reflect and think about some adjectives. Okay, good. Um, Okay. We are going, or I am going to be at WhedonCon on Saturday at 2 p.m. Saturday, May 19th at 2 p.m. Yes, that, we have finally gotten our confirmation, um, and I'm so freaking excited. It's going to be so much fun. I've been listening to some of the podcasts that are going to be on the panel with me, and it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm so excited, y'all. Um, we'll tweet up a link to uh, the description of the panel and where you can get tickets if you are in the L.A. area. Um, if you are... Wait, it's in L.A.? Oh, I told everybody it was in Miami. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I saw I saw something that said Miami on it. No, it's in uh, okay. it's in L.A. Um, it's Listen, you're just gonna have to do some editing of this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm not. Don't make me. Ugh. Okay, hold on. Um, real quick, let me do some housekeeping for that kind of stuff. Um, it is at the Warner Center Marriott. Um, as I said, we are uh, we are um, on the 19th this Saturday. At 2 p.m., um, people that are going to be there include Buffy Virgin, um, oh, come on, Buffy Virgin, uh... Am I a Buffy Virgin? You are. Oh, my God. That is... As if I didn't have enough virginity in my life, okay? (laughs) You got one more. Okay, um, program is live. Click here to see it. I'm not gonna edit this out. Sorry, guys. I love you, but no. Um, okay... 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Oh, wait, what? Um, 2, 2, 2 p.m. Buffy Podcasters panel. Um. 
What are you doing? What are you looking at? I'm looking. Just I'm tweet trying this. to find the room. It's in the just tweet this. No way. Room. Uh, just tell him to go to guys. Just go to the fucking Twitter. Are you that lazy <laughs> that you're sitting here and you're listening to this nonsense coming out of my dear friend's mouth? <laughs> Jesus. Use that. Don't you have the app? Everybody has the app. Tell me, do a Mad Lib with me. Damn. Okay, all right. <laughs> Adjective. Slippery. Okay, verb. Um, jump. Plural noun. Kitties. Kitties. Another adjective. Um, sinister. Ooh. Good one, noun. A noun. A noun Heart, is a person, heartbreak. place, or thing. Heartbreak. For anything that you can know. Adjective. <laughs> Uh, um, deep. You know, there's nouns. Plural noun? Wrinkles. <laughs> Verb past tense. Thought. Thought. T-H-O-T. That hoe over there. Part of the body. <laughs> uh, uh, um, the back of your kneecaps. <laughs> Behind your knees. Okay, type of liquid. Uh, slime. Slime. That's a Newtonian fluid, technically, but I'll let you get away with it. Oh, no. <laughs> Past tense verb. Uh, um, poked. Okay, noun. Mm, dragon. Plural noun. Dragons. Okay. One might say I lean towards the slippery side when it comes to how I jump myself in public. Unfortunately, okay. <laughs> I can't say I'm proud of last night's behavior. Fortunately, I can blame my actions on the consumption of cursed chocolate kitties. Yes, I blame yeah. them entirely. All the adults who ate them turned into a bunch of randy, sinister teenagers. Oh my god. It's from Band Candy. It, uh, it's from Band Candy. Do I think Buffy's mother, Joyce, is an attractive heartbreak? <laughs> I do. No. But it was that infectious confection that we ate that made us engage in deep relations. Oh, God. Wow. Or twice. <laughs> While Buffy was busy saving helpless wrinkles from certain death, <laughs> Joyce and I drank, smoked, and thought our way from through Sunnydale. <laughs> Can you imagine if I had said fucked? Can you imagine? <laughs> Off the record, Rest we had a peace, brilliant Joyce. time, and now my throbbing, the back of your kneecaps is paying the price, thanks to copious amounts of slime. And if memory serves correctly, I do believe I also vandalized a store, shot poked, and dear lord, beat up an officer of the dragon. Thankfully, everyone has returned to their adult dragons. May, may Buffy never discover what really happened. Okay. Thank you, wow. everyone. What a ride. Come to our panel. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Mm. Season 6, episode 5. I don't know what it's called, but I will next time. Bye. Live cereal. Bye.